Since the dawn of time, man has reached to obtain that which seemingly lies to be in his grasp. Reason, enlightenment, understanding, is that the best ball provides fulfilled, but only to those who vote themselves to principles. To high price. Hell yeah. Sounds like you're stealing. I, I can't argue with you, Zach. I want to, but I can't. Little butter. <laughs> Have either of you guys put stuff on your head? Two ads. Smart basketball. We've got... Is this... I mean, Ed, would, would you say this is the most exciting week of your life? Uh, based off of what's been going on with um, the GameStop um, market uh, events? I've enjoyed... I really have enjoyed following it. Um, I would say probably yesterday morning I had the most joy. Because um, I decided to finally, like, throw a little bit of money into it. Um, you guys don't know, but Peter and I have been having side conversations just not to overwhelm the main oh, chat. Are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? You guys uh, are doing side chats? Fuck you. Coach, we don't want to overwhelm it. No. You're going to overwhelm we, me and Zach? We're yeah, the volume That's, <laughs> that's <laughs> fucking tech. You got you to bring that back into the main chat. Okay. That, that's bullshit. Yeah. Yeah. Peter has a, Peter has a, well, I don't want to say too much, but he has a much greater stake in it than I do. I believe that. To say that he has one. <laughs> okay. So you've got oh, like yeah, what, have, uh, you've got you about like, like 40, 40 bucks in it, Ed? Mm, I have about 250 in it, yeah. Oh, I thought you had 0. .4 uh, tenths, but four tenths of a, of, a, of a stock. I do, but then I have, um, I, for some reason, I Oh, you're talking about the, the whole array of the, the Reddit yeah, stocks. The, um, the meme stocks, I should call them. Yeah, I have um, much more of a stake in BlackBerry and um, AMC Theaters. <laughs> <laughs> it's like 125 years so what i you know i haven't heard much about the other uh it's all been gamestop talk the last uh today today is the 28th i have no idea when i'll publish this i might publish it tonight i just drank some coffee um i gotta stay up and do some work tonight this might this might hit the the uh the pod the pod waves tonight so we'll see but anyways um, hold on I, hold on i want to i want to call a timeout because I've been following this kind of, but I'd like to hear from Ed like a description of, of what's happening because I, I have a loose understanding, but I think Ed is way more into it than I, I want to hear it in Ed's words. That's a great idea. Yeah. I want to hear how <laughs> the GameStop saga in Ed's words. Okay. What is going on? Not what you're doing, but like just sort of describe the situation as it exists in the world. Okay. The way that I understand it, and I don't know the timing of certain people were backing GameStop as, as some type of a meme backing anyways and because there's a guy on the wall street bets subreddit which is going to be probably a main topic of conversation tonight and it it describes itself as it's like 4chan found a bloomberg terminal okay it's a <laughs> lot of questionable language uh very broy behavior but for the but one of the guy his name is i think his name is deep fucking level or something like that and fucking, he, value. fucking value value okay and he has been posting his stake that has gone way back to last year at least um so people got behind it whatever it started rising like it was at a pretty low point and then i don't know when they because it's somehow public i think zach you asked this that you're able to tell maybe through sec filings or something that uh it had a lot of backing from hedge funds for short sales like a short and so they decided, screw that. We're not going to let them short this. Everybody buy in to drive up the price to prevent them from shorting it. And I've really had to learn what a short is on a stock. And I think I get it now. Would you like me to un 
Wait, Explain so you, it is the way I understand it. Well, let's just hit the timeout button again here. So have you seen the big short? I have, I have seen the big short. Okay. Yeah. How do you not know what a short is after watching that movie? Dude, I just was entertained by the movie. I didn't really okay. try to right. exercise my brain muscle. Too I, much. I get it. Okay. So tell I us what a short is. Hold up. Yeah. Well, go ahead. Yeah. Okay. A go short, ahead. and I, as the way I understand is you see a stock, it's at a certain price. You, you short it at that price and you immediately sell it back. Then you owe that a share of that stock. And what you do is you wait for it to go down to a lower price before you essentially pay back that share, but you make up the difference between where you identified the short versus what it actually went for. So if you see it at $10 and you think it's going to go down to six, you essentially borrow the share and sell it back at 10 and then you wait for it to go down to six and then you make that difference. I heard. Yeah. Is that right? Yeah. It's close enough. I honestly, I don't know the exact uh, details of, of, of how would uh, one would execute a short, but the concept is you're basically betting on it. uh, I, I would like to present to you, and my, my, my wife was kind enough to share with me her, her analogy today, which was awesome. The uh, Ulta, like, you know what, the Ulta, what Ulta is, right? It's like a, you go to buy, buy like my makeup and accessory mm-hmm. or uh, shampoo, right? Bob's face right now is just murderous. <laughs> can't, I can't look at your face, Bob, and not laugh. Anyways, so, so her analogy was you've got basically you're paying somebody to go to Ulta to buy a $10 bottle of shampoo. And that person who has the sham, who has the, has your ten dollars now, um, uh, knows or believes that that shampoo will go on sale. Right. Okay. So while between that time of it not going on sale and going on sale, um, someone discovers that this person who who has that ten dollars that you have entrusted with them to, um, to to give you the, your your ten dollar bottle of shampoo, yep. um, they're upset about it. And they go and buy up all the shampoo. Yeah, that's that makes sense. And then when the person goes to buy the shampoo for six dollars, they find there's no shampoo at all, and they don't know what the fuck to do. Um, yeah, I think you're right, except to say that there's no shampoo except for ones that sell for twenty-two dollars a bottle. Yeah, it, I mean, and, this, and, then and you this, still and owe this, the person their bottle of shampoo, which means that now you're eating right. twelve bucks. It's, of on, your own the, money. it's on the resale market now, right? It's, it, it's like, basically on the second-hand market, like yeah, right, think yeah. eBay. Think yeah. Beanie Babies. Right. Um, I just, I think I want to know what I want to know that I actually do not understand is what function does the ability to short sell a stock serve in a marketplace, like the, like a stock market in general? Why? I mean, is what that? what value to society? You mean exactly? Yes. Yeah. Uh, you. I think you know the answer to that. <laughs> well, I'm pretty sure there's not any. There's zero. Yeah. Those. I'd it's, love to know an explanation because somebody's got to whoever came up with the idea that that should be a thing had to have some sort of reason for it right like what is uh, peter could probably explain well, at least the theory i feel like it was outlined in in, in if, if not the movie the book uh which is I, I would if you haven't read the the big short uh by michael lewis i would highly recommend that um but i don't remember because i read that book man it's been 10 years ago or whenever it came out it's been ages ago but uh but yeah, there's no, as I, as I can recall, there's no real value. It's simply a, it's a way to, to make yeah. money. I mean, it's, it's all there is to it. There's no actual intrinsic value. Which is just terrible. But there, that's like, I mean, to be honest, that's like one of the smaller things that's terrible about the stock market. But anyway, I, I've hijacked the conversation now. Ed, I want to know more about your enjoyment of the situation. 
I, I've just really enjoyed, I think probably just the memes and the messaging on the Reddit. <laughs> That's my favorite thing is the messaging on the Reddit. And Which again, you've already I, compared to, um, what did you call it before? Like 4chan. So that's, what, that's that's their tagline in it. That's how they describe themselves. Really? Okay. Did okay. you know? Do you guys know who Martin Shkreli is? Yes, yes. he is uh, a farmer, farmer uh, bro, right? Former Wall Street Bets uh, member, and is at one at one time was the, the one of the mods. <laughs> I saw and, a post today about I, mean, I didn't and and I didn't read it all, but it was about a former mod. I don't know if it was him or somebody else. I think was it the, the Wall Street Journal. Um, no, this is somebody like a thread in the Wall Street bets oh. that had a big post about it. No, there was a, a, a story in the Wall Street Journal today about the actual, the founder of the, the, the subreddit. He's, uh, it's, it's kind of, that's where I saw the Martin Shkreli reference, but it's kind of, I mean, it's not the most exciting profile in the, in the world, but it's, it's just kind of interesting. Um, I want to give you a, a quick quiz, Ed, on some of the, the terms that I've, uh, I have I myself have not navigated to this to this subreddit. I don't really have any interest in trying it's a, to. It's a weird place to swim in that uh, yeah. sewer that channel. Pool. But, but yeah. let's go with. Uh, I'm just going to give you a quick cut twist here. Okay. Uh, tendies. What are tendies? I learned this. Okay. Tendies is short for tenders, like chicken tenders, which is deemed to be a reward for basically man children. Um, that if you're a good boy, then you get your tendies. So that's that's what it means. Okay, you. That's correct. Uh, <laughs> that's just terrible. Uh, I know. About, I know, Bob. I, I'm, I'm with you. <laughs> we've got more here. Here we go. Yeah. Uh, bag bag holding or a bag holder. I don't know what bag. Uh, really? Maybe my guess would be that you're left holding the bag like you got out too late. Maybe you didn't time it right. That would be my guess. Yeah. Uh, sorry, I was typing to find other terms. Uh, the uh, answer is uh, someone who makes a savvy play to sell high, but then there's someone who holds stock that's fallen in value and keeps holding. I'd rather be bag holding a tech company than a, re a retail stock. Okay. Not sure if I love that one, but I'm just going off of this article yeah. here. Diamond hands. That That is, uh, I think well, I that's just like, I want to yeah. know. I think diamond hands just you've got strong hands that you're willing to hold on to it. You're not going to let go versus wow. paper hands, which is right. kind of a weakness that you're, you sell when you get scared. That's right. You got okay. it. Um, what else we got here? This article is actually kind of, uh, kind of thin. Dead cat bounce. Is that a, is that a terminology for that's out of, I, I have no idea if it is. I have that sounds like a regular, uh, Stupid stock market terminology. I'll, I'll, well, let's, we'll, we'll revisit this so and find more. The other thing, and Zach, so I created a fake post as if I was writing in that, which I will never post in that subreddit. I'm worried about criminal ramifications for even posting in that subreddit. <laughs> um, but I created a fake post and you just said, I don't get it. And I asked you which part. And then I think you said you wanted to talk about it tonight. Yeah. But the the ones that I enjoy are like when, well, I don't condone the use of the word retard. Let me put it that way. But that is a term of endearment, apparently, amongst the group. I have enjoyed the Planet of the Apes references where they put in caps to get uh, together apes strong or something. And I think they're trying to say, like, as long as everybody sticks together, they're better unified than they are selling apart. That's what I've I've enjoyed that um, that theme throughout. 
You know who Meme Man is? No. Meme Man, he's the he's the kind of the guy who looks like uh I guess uh I'll send you guys a screenshot, but he looks like uh I suppose like a a robot human humanoid. He's he's a pretty common uh face you'll see in a, in memes where they uh I guess uh I'm not sure what to call it, but anyways, stonk. You know what stonk is, right? It's just another word for stock. It's their uh, way yes. of saying stock. Because yes. yeah. Elon and Elon Musk is kind of the mythical godfather for that subreddit. I wish you would I wish you would have just said Elon like he was your buddy. Right. Not Musk. Well yeah. Elon tweeted out game stonk and it drove the the subreddit wild using their so what do you guys so let's let's just take a step back from all this what do you guys think of all this is this does this make you happy is this uh you know i think i read an article that sort of compared this as a you know david versus goliath situation where do you where do you guys stand on on this as a a sociological event bob what do you think i mean i think my take was that if this leads to meaningful reform in the stock market that'd be awesome but i don't really see that happening it's gonna I mean, it's like Robin Hood. It's the whole Robin Hood shutting down uh, today. It's like the the power brokers are going to continue power brokering, and anything that changes is going to be in their favor anyway. So, um, I mean, I hope that some little guys, quote unquote, made some money, but I don't know. I don't know that it's going to change anything. Did you know, Ed, when you signed up for Robin Hood, that they are a, a an extremely slimy organization of no what amounts to basically a bunch of hedge funders. No, I did not know that. Yeah. They uh thankfully I don't have too much in with them. Yeah, when I mean it's funny when you mentioned that you were you were betting on on Robinhood last week or 2 weeks ago. Um I was I was sort of uh I was like what is this Robinhood shit? I've never heard of it before cuz I hadn't, honestly hadn't heard of it or if I heard about it I, I didn't really think much of it. And uh I I I didn't really find anything terribly uh, interesting about it online at the time. This was, you know, 2 3 weeks ago whenever we started talking about it. And uh I don't know. I just, uh, well, if, you, if you read back, they had some problem with the SEC back in December. Uh, that what you shared was really good. Um, oh, at explaining yeah. the problem with it, um, with the reforms that need to come in terms of kind of like the data that they get and how the other, you know, uh, who is it? Uh, Citadel. Is that what it is? Citadel is, uh, is one of the uh, players. Yeah. They basically can set up an algorithm to take a look at it and then, basically beat any action, you know, a microsecond because they can see all of the volume coming in from Robinhood. The thing that, the thing that got me today was, I mean, certainly not being able to buy, which um, not that I was going to, but just how it affected. As soon as that happened, you could see all of these meme stocks drop, but the people that were having their shares forced, like sell, like sold, that was crazy. Like people looking in their app and saying, Oh, my eight shares got sold for 170, like without anything. And it's probably in the terms of service somewhere. Well, that was what was insane. Didn't, some, didn't somebody say that that was only for people who were, who were doing it on margin without the actual cash backing? Yeah, it wasn't everybody. I th- I, the way it was presented oh. was, I thought it was, I thought it was uh, many users, but it, it was some s- smaller percentage, but still kind of. Not kind my of 0.04 share. It's still, it's still slimy. It's I mean, yeah. it's pretty slimy, yeah. Um, anyway, I just shared meme man in the uh, 
Oh, sure. I know Meme Man. Group. Yeah, you've, you've seen it. I didn't know he had a name. He's yeah. Meme, meme I Man. I thought it was like a user or something. No, no. It's a, I mean, I'm not even sure if that's what the official name is, but I just pulled this off of CNET. I wonder, um, I feel like CNET's for old, for old guys like us. I feel like if you're like under the age of 20, you don't know what CNET is. <laughs> Probably true. I'm a big CNET guy, and I'm. Old. I, I do. That's my go-to for reviews. Yeah, yeah exactly. exactly. It's it's somewhat reliable. I, mean, I wouldn't I wouldn't uh, bet my life on it, but yeah. R T I N G S ratings without the A is also a good uh, good site for reviews. Just FYI. R T I N G S. Yep. Interesting. I haven't heard that before. Thanks for. Mm, yeah, I've been there. Thanks for sharing. Yeah. After all these years. You're welcome. <laughs> so Zach, Zach, what's been your take on all this? Um, I, I'm, I mean, it's, it's, for me, it's interesting just to, just to be on the sidelines and watch. I don't have any, uh, if I had a little more, more spare time, I might've thought about actually buying into it. But what's, what's, uh, what's most frustrating is that, uh, you and well, Peter anyways, was sharing this with us last week before this was national news. Mm-hmm. And I don't know when, when did he buy in? Was it Monday or, or Tuesday? Yesterday. I think he, no, he bought in, he bought in before it went super big. I think he, he bought it on Tuesday, didn't he? Well, He's been in on BlackBerry. Oh, he's been on BlackBerry. But he bought, into, he bought into GameStop yesterday. So anyways, he was, he was kind of talking about this. And I, I remember ta- we were t- chatting about this last week. And, uh, and he was talking about how uh, – or he showed us that, that, that deep fucking value guy was, was uh, making millions off of GameStop. And I remember thinking to myself, and I think I even shared this with you guys over the chat, was, uh, you know, who's buying GameStop? Why would you do that? Right. Um, that's my right. – I mean, that's every sane person's initial reaction to this, right? They're going to be blockbusters, and that's why they're being shorted by the, the hedge funds. I think was my response to you was, "What's the deal with Ovaltine?" What's? Yeah. <laughs> I forgot about that. Is is that a Jerry Seinfeld thing? I feel like that's yeah. a Seinfeld. Uh, yeah. Anyways, uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't really have any interesting takes on this, other than I feel like it's it's at best it's interesting, um, and it may lead to some type of of reform, but but likely not. This is a uh, um, Sean, of all people, we were talking about this um, uh, the other day about uh, he had a pretty good uh, analogy. It was, and I'm not, I'm not going to word this properly, but basically, uh, it's like trying to fight a forest fire with a little bit of water, um, and someone else owns the water, and I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm obviously not going to be able to quote this correctly, but it's like fighting a, an impossible battle. This might be a, a small win in someone's book if they can topple a or take a large chunk out of a hedge fund, but that the hedge right. fund that lost the, the most money so far that's been publicized, uh, was it Melvin? Melvin? Yeah. They, they only lost 30% of their overall value. And if you think about it, that's, that's a small, that's a loss, but they're not gonna, you know, no one's really getting hurt here. They're, you know, they're not able to, you know, buy, buy their yachts for the year or whatever they do with their money. So right. Right. it just seems like a small dent in a larger, I, I just hope that we get a sequel to the big short out of this with Adam McKay directing it. Like it seems like it's like a perfect movie opportunity for well, the guy. Yeah. The guy who was featured in the big short, uh, Burry. Mm-hmm. He, yeah. he was, uh, I don't know. You know Steve Twitter. Carell's character, right? I don't remember if it was him or, uh, isn't, is it Christian Bale, right? Or, or Christian Bale. Yeah. 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 Um, I mean, he has a Twitter account that, that uh, I don't know, it's not verified, so who knows if it's him or not, but it's got several hundred thousand followers. He was tweeting about it yesterday, and there were some pretty interesting tweets. He's uh, he's in on it, but to what extent? And 
He sort of, he sold out last year. He sold at the end of last year and he called it insanity. What's going on right now. Oh, okay. So he bought it earlier. He was kind of leading the charge of the, the anti shorters, mm. right? Yeah. Um, Anyways. Um, I've enjoyed it. it. I wouldn't call it the most exciting week of my life, but I have enjoyed <laughs> everything to do with it. And then seeing it take over Twitter and everybody talking about it on Twitter. Um, like Spencer Hall, you know, talking about it, that's enjoyable. So that's what I've, that's what I've liked about it. I haven't even seen any Spencer Hall takes on this. I'm sure he's just, uh, do you have any handy by any chance or? I'll I mean, find him. Yeah. Keep talking. He's, he's been amused by it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and have you been, I, you, you suggested that we should watch the Levitard show. I, I haven't, I, I mean, I've been really underwater with work this week, so there's no way I'll be able to watch it, but. Um, yeah, they were on Twitch for the first time today. So you got to see everybody and Mike goes in wearing, um, like a tan blazer, a V-neck, a dark V-neck shirt with sunglasses. And he was sitting there at his desk with his feet up talking about having diamond hands and holding the line. Oh, oh so he was playing. Okay. That of course he, he was, was. Yeah. And Dan was just loving saying that he was basically snorting, um, stock market cocaine um it was the way that it went back and forth i think Stu got you know but cody chris cody's been in it i think chris cody may have like bought into GameStop like last year or something cody yeah. right really? in the way how did, he, yeah. did they explain how he figured that one out because I, like I, I didn't was... listen to all of it but yeah um mike was more the spokesperson mike's like i've been in this a long time all right since monday <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, if you were on Monday, you were you were in a good spot. Uh, yeah. But uh, anyways. What do you think about, have you guys seen the um, the doggy coin cryptocurrency? Have you guys yeah. seen this? What's that all about? <laughs> I, I was going to talk about that. That was my next topic, actually. I'd, uh, was the, <laughs> I, yeah. Is that how you pronounce it? Doggy? Yeah, I thought it was Dodge, but then like the icon, it's actually dog e coin. And it's a completely oh. made up cryptocurrency. I knew there was a dog uh, mascot. I didn't put two, two and two together that it would be dog, doggy, like D O G E. Yeah. I thought it was Dodge, Dodge coin or Doge yeah. coin. But, anyways, uh, yeah, for Bob or who has no idea, and maybe half of our, half of our six listeners who have no idea, <laughs> do, doggy coin is, uh, is just some random cryptocurrency that someone it's fake. They just created. Yeah. I don't, I don't know. It, it's, it's not that new, but it's also not that old. I don't know how old it is. It could be a week old for all I know. It uh, People were touting it in the same way that they were touting GameStop, but it wasn't the same thing because there's no reason, like you're not, no one's shorting dog, doggy coin as far as I'm, as far as I know. It's just a, a, a very low. It's, it's, it's selling at, I actually, this is what I would, it's selling at 2.45 cents per share. It was up to 8 cents a share. I Yeah. Is, Is it for right share? Word? You're right. I don't even know if that's the right, but it's up 197% in the past week. Yeah, it was, it was, yeah, one of my high school friends was talking about it today. He was, uh, and I was actually, I, I, I want to tell you guys a story. I actually, you know, today after, after hearing about this doggy coin, I thought to myself, okay, 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 Zach, it's time to go buy some cryptocurrency. <laughs> I went out and I spent a little bit of time okay, today Zach. while I was on a, <laughs> yeah, this is, today's the day that I went and bought uh, or tried to buy a cryptocurrency. And right. let me tell you, I failed because I don't know how to do it. 
Um, <laughs> it's extremely complicated. I didn't understand uh, even where to start. Uh, apparently, you you can't you can at least for this this doggy coin. It's not something you can just go out and buy anywhere. It's it's kind of limited. And our listeners should know that you are a uh, IT professional. We'll say yeah. that, right? And um, I and if if you think this is financial advice, you are probably wrong. Totally. Um, Completely wrong. But yeah, I went out and tried to buy some some doggy coin today. And I didn't get, I wasn't able to, I got, sorry, I was able to get to a website. I think it's Binance, B-I-N-A-N-C-E, Binance, um, uh, which is a, apparently the most reputable place you can purchase doggy coin. And it, uh, the, the verification process is, is very exhaustive. Uh, and then their, their website started to have problems this afternoon and, and this even like an hour ago, I tried to log in their login portal. They, they must be overwhelmed with people like me trying to do the same thing. So I imagine they're, they're, they just don't have the resources to handle uh, the amount of new traffic they're getting. So I'm kind of stuck in, in the mud, uh, trying to spin my wheels in the cryptocurrency purchasing game. I mean, you know, this is, uh, this is probably not something I should say necessarily, but, but we don't, you know, like we're in a position where we don't really need to care about that stuff. Right. Like we're, we're lucky in the sense that the traditional system is serving us well enough. Well, that's a great point. None of this stuff matters. And, and, and I think that's why Ed uh, is so entertained by this because he can, he can flip, flip around a couple hundred bucks. Um, right. <laughs> he's basically, what he's doing, it's, it's kind of, I was thinking about this to myself the other day. He's basically, uh, he's basically at the Triple Crown uh, at the Belmont. He's purchased a $2 ticket for the, for, the, for the Triple Crown winner for the purpose of saving it and not cash. Absolutely. That's exactly what hey. it is. I'm holding the line on BlackBerry, all right? Hold the line. You, you better hold that line. That's what we're talking about. I want to hear about your attendees. Yeah. <laughs> I'm holding the line. I think, that, um, I think that BlackBerry and AMC are next. I'm not allowed to buy anymore yet. Apparently, tomorrow, <laughs> Robinhood will allow you to buy a certain number of shares. Um, Fancy. I don't plan on doing it. My actual blue chip stock of Disney did well today, which is what I should be investing in. <laughs> that was my favorite comment of yours today. But I mean, let's get back to like our, our, what Bob was saying, the, the, we're, you know, me, the three of us and, and I assume most people uh, in our demographic uh, aren't, aren't really in, you know, into this kind of, thing. although that's not true. I'm sure there are some dudes who are our age doing this, but we, uh, I mean, most of us are, are, uh, you know, relying on our 401ks and whatnot to, for our retirements and, and that kind of shit. What are the odds that this could this whole event could somehow, you know, weaken the stock market or or impact our four hundred one k in the short term? Uh, obviously, the answer to that question is not going to be found in this podcast. But I thought that to myself this morning as I was uh, taking a shower. I have a completely Zach answer for you. What? Go buy some roast beef and cheddar? Is that what? No, you're... no, Zach. This is America. All right, they're going to do whatever they can to protect the hedge funds and the way that yeah. things have existed. So you don't need to worry about that. You're Everything's right. going to be protected because you know, it's you're probably, you're probably right. I'm not sure why I was even uh, entertaining that thought as a, as a potential uh, risk. You're right. Bob, what's the currency under Wothism? <laughs> Woth bucks? <laughs> Isn't the right answer there is no currency? <laughs> Uh, everybody, everybody, it's like because it's like communism, only better. Right, exactly. Yeah, I don't know. I haven't, I haven't thought that part through yet. I haven't thought through the fiscal system. But wouldn't yeah. there, wouldn't no currency be the answer? Um, no, you know what? I actually think, I actually think that some currency is a good thing. I think that a limit on the like the cap is a, is also a good thing, right? So like, 
if you think of some of the Norwegian area countries where there's essentially an income cap, that, that seems like a better idea than, uh, than no currency whatsoever. I want to incentivize some form of hard work. Enthralling information. Thank you for sharing. <laughs> um, I wanted to do a, a, a yeesh, a sheesh segment, but I haven't been able to compile uh, some scenarios for you guys to, to give me a response with. So maybe next time I have a few here, but I feel like we need to do about four or five. To make we need it. to run through them. Yeah. Zach, um, without stepping on your list, I think we need to talk about, I think I tweaked you if it was today or yesterday. I can't remember. Um, are we going to talk about maybe the difference between what's gambling and what's not? Or have well, we, yeah, uh, I mean, I'm, I'm always down for that. I'm always down for that debate. We, we got into a bit of a heated discussion. Um, I don't know if it was yesterday. All, all the days blend together anymore. So I'll just say it was yesterday um, on, on what the difference is between gambling and, and investing. And you you admit that what you're doing with your uh, GameStop endeavor is gambling or I'm not even sure if it's gambling. I think you're just, you're just fucking around. Yeah. I think it's so gambling though. Yeah. It's a what little bit. What isn't gambling? What is not gambling? But, but, right. I, so the larger was, question is yeah. what is not, yeah. What is in, in the grand scheme of things, show me something that isn't gambling and I'll prove you wrong. I, I think my point was that everything is gambling. Okay. I think, okay. but I like, I do like to tweak you Zach uh, on your sports betting because I know how much you and Bob love to look at line movement and getting the best lines and having an edge, but it's still gambling. You're just having, you're more informed well, and you have a better opportunity to win than somebody that like me that doesn't know what they're doing, but it's I still think, gambling. And I think you're right to a certain extent where everything semantically is gambling, but I'm, I'm not uh, in, in my mind, the delineation of, 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 a, of a gambler and an investor is somebody who, who, who only uh, like, I only make, uh, sports wagers where I feel like I have a, a certain amount of edge where it's, it's a, like, I wouldn't just make it for fun. I'm not doing it for pleasure. Like the pleasure for me is knowing that I'm over the long term going to win, you know, going to, I'll say win money, but to me it's more of earning money. So maybe I take it too seriously, but I just, I just don't know that. Uh, which is, I, you do, which is why that's yeah. where I, I've got a little, I've got a little gap there that I can really tweak you with. Well, it, you know, that's the thing. I, I really feel like, where, where does Ed get serious? I guess it's when you go to work is when you get serious. But even then, I'm not, I'm not even sure because I feel like you goof around <laughs> in the office too. It's true. You're so, the Jim Helpert of lawyering. Yeah. I suppose uh, when you're in front of a judge, right? That's when things get, get down and dirty. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, I was going to ask, though, I was, and I didn't bring it up, but like, so you've got rules for playing blackjack, right? Put this, put aside card counting. You've got rules for blackjack in terms of what you should hit on, right? What you should yeah. split and everything. If you go exactly by that, are you not still gambling? Yeah, because you're you're expected to lose money. Yes, you're absolutely gambling. Yeah. But when so let's say you've got a line on a college basketball game and you find a line that's a half point or a point off of the market. Do you know how much, how, what can you yes. calculate? This is how bad I am of knowing what, yes. what, what, how does that increase your probability? You can legitimately calculate over a large number of games. This is why much. I'm, this is, I'm, I'm, I know that there is, I don't know how to yeah. do that. I know that's what you guys do with your free time. <laughs> You're correct. 
but yes, yeah, I mean, yeah, you can you can calculate absolutely calculate the value of a half point. Yeah. I mean, or a full point. So, I mean, you make that bet a hundred times at minus five versus minus six. Minus five is gonna hit is gonna make money. Minus six is gonna lose money. I mean, that's really what it comes down to. Yeah. So is it still gambling? I mean, every again, everything is gambling. I just think I think for Zach and I, and, and I'm, I don't want to speak for Zach, of course, but uh, it it bothers us. I think <laughs> it bothers me when when someone says I'm gambling, which is again, it's kind of true, but I know I have an expectation to make money, and You're... there's there's a negative connotation with that. You know? You're you're Matt Damon with his girlfriend in Rounders. No, when he when he angrily I'm says Kanish. it's not gambling. I'm Kanish. I'm not Matt Damon. Well, you're yeah, you're Kanish. That's that's a given. <laughs> yeah, no, Matt Damon is that yeah that character. I haven't seen that movie in a long time, so I don't remember the the, the exquisite details there. But We're yeah, I want to say Damon. he was that's more of point. a gambler. Yeah. No, well, you know, he just she his girlfriend it's kind of poorly written to be a real downer in the movie and calls it gambling. And he said, it's not gambling when he's playing Texas Hold'em, but I would, well, anyways. Well, and that's the thing is like anybody who plays Hold'em for a living as a professional, like let's say you're a professional poker player. Again, I suppose you could semantically say you're gambling in the same way that I'm gambling as I'm sitting right now here that I'm in a safe location and I won't get uh, hit by a, somebody with a bow and arrow like that's that's the gamble that i'm taking here this is my location i'm hoping uh, that i won't get struck with a bow and arrow right so right i mean i want i personally i want our audience to know that i'm wearing a, a stable dual hat that i won in a contest and i spend my time my free time ed uh looking at offshore odds fixed odds in england on on horse races so that i can get the best edge before these contests start and make money playing do you do you feel like that you are giving your tipping your hand on this like what if one of your competitors happens to pick up this uh, this podcast they they won't figure it out they, okay. they, no it's beyond them that's, that's actually pretty amazing so you found you found a reliable um a site that has a uh, good is it clo- you take the closing how do you, i don't understand how that works I mean, as close to closing as possible. Within minutes you know, of closing. Right, okay. right, exactly, yeah. So I, I get the most information from the market that way. StableDuel.com. Maybe we should contact them about being a sponsor. What do you think? Bob, <laughs> well, I don't want anybody you, to listen to that. How was your 2020 return on harness contests and betting? Uh, I made, eh, well, my, my overall return was about a grand. My harness was probably like two grand. So, so your overall return was a grand. Let's just do the math. How many right. hours? Did you kind of a down year it? for you there, huh? No, it, it wasn't my best year. Yeah. What but, was your effective hourly rate? I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> I don't want to talk about it. Yeah. <laughs> it's this just too easy like, for me. It's just, I get too like much joy. Twenty percent. It's high. <laughs> so Are you I paying taxes up. this year on on any of your winnings? Of course, I always pay taxes. No, I mean, but do you? <laughs> Sorry, that's not what I was getting at. Right. <laughs> I should, I guess, I should. Oh, so if you earn one to two thousand dollars, then obviously you're paying taxes. So that's a, that's a dumb question. That's right, of course. Yeah. If you make above zero dollars, you're paying taxes. Yeah, I actually learned today for the first time that if you, uh, if you, um, 
yeah, that, they're just right there. If you earn a, a dollar in in any gambling or whatever income, it's it's you have to report it. Uh, obviously, I don't think the IRS is going to come after you for that dollar, but um, is technically you're supposed to. Is Bob the most likely in our group to go around Vegas and pick up discarded betting tickets so that he can claim his losses on his taxes? I've absolutely done that in the past. <laughs> so yes, I've done that. At, I had my kids do that at horse tracks. <laughs> but uh, but I paid for I paid for those tickets. By the way, <laughs> oh, okay, not random people's tickets. So right. while we're while we're on the topic of of uh, investing and gambling, uh, Bob and I are familiar with this. I'm not sure if Ed was was uh, caught onto this in our group chat, but the the coin flip picks uh, Twitter account. Did you did you pick up on that, Ed? I saw something in the, you had some engagement back and forth with it. Yeah. Apparently was, <laughs> three or four days ago, this, this Twitter account came up out of nowhere called coin flip picks. And what this guy does is he takes a coin and he affixes a, uh, a piece of paper that he drew a logo on like a sports team logo. And he puts, you know, each team that is facing each other on the, on the each side of the coin. So he goes to the effort of actually drawing a pretty, I would say a decent, you know, it's just, it's just using a, like, like a pencil or a pen. So it's not colored or anything, but it's at least a, de- a decent looking uh, re- reproduction of the logo. Anyways, he affixes this logo to each side of a coin, flips the coin, puts it on TikTok, puts it in slow motion. It's kind of cool. And then that's his pick for the day. And he's only, only done this for uh, two or three days now. So it's still relatively new. But um, I, th- I mean, if you look at his, um, his Twitter history, he basically, I don't know if he automates this, but he basically p- tweets the same thing out to, dozens of of other gambling related accounts and i imagine just hopes for a a reply or interaction he got our attention because no one really interacts with us um (laughs) on our new which is by the way our smart basketball account is now a gambling uh account Um, (laughs) it's really devolved so well i don't know has it evolved or devolved i'm not sure if evolved yeah okay Um, i do enjoy the tags um, and I would like to state for the record that some quotes are attributed to me that did not actually happen. Right. That's part of the joke, Ed. Since you don't even have access to, to the account itself. I mean, this, this account has been around for, I think, going on nine years now. I think it's nine yeah. or ten years. I, yeah. Yeah. I'll need some proof that it's not Zach running it. Wait. What do you mean? Do you need proof that it's not me running it? Yeah. Who else would be running it? No, the the oh the coin flip picks. Yeah, coin flip. Oh, okay. oh, oh, oh. Yeah, I sorry. thought you meant at smart basketball. No, no, no. no. <laughs> um, but I just, would love it. If, I would love it if Zach was was slow playing us on this. That one. would be actually a really good con. Uh, I, mean, I wish I had thought of it. What's your baseball one that I remember we found? It was like years ago, and you just never told us about it. And like you had like oh, the smart, best at t- smart baseball. Yeah, and it was just what like. Swinging and missing since whatever. Like I really enjoyed that. <laughs> it's actually, if I again, if I had you know maybe more time and and a little more creative juice and and, and motivation, I would probably Swing. do more tweeting around that. But uh, swinging and missing since 1980. <laughs> if you have a your your picture is just of the foul pole. I I, uh, I did get some uh, some. I think we talked about this at some point in the past couple of years on, on even on the podcast here, but. Uh, I did get some interaction from the guy who wrote the smart baseball book, uh, which is actually a pretty well-known book. Oh, the yeah. author is well-known. Tom Tango? Is that? No, okay. it's somebody else. Keith Law, I think. Oh, yeah. Sorry. Keith, oh, yeah. yeah. 
Keith Law, he's probably behind um, Old Hoss Radburn, that Twitter account. Yeah, yeah. So he's actually, yeah, he, he tweeted out to me and, and was, was kind of curious as to what I was, and he wasn't very entertained by my feedback, and I think he just blocked me or ignored me. So. <laughs> Tom Tango wrote the book, by the way. You're thinking about the book, yeah, the Mitchell, Mitchell Lickman and Tom, Tom Tango. I own, yeah. I own that book, but I forgot. I Which, by the way, did you guys probably didn't notice this? I don't think I shared this with you, or if I did, I, I can't remember, but uh, Mitchell, Mitchell Lickman, the, one of the co-authors of the book, uh, either got banned from Twitter or deleted his account. You, you, you guys ever uh, familiar with his Twitter account by any chance? Yeah, enough. Anyway, yeah. Very out, yeah, very outspoken. He doesn't tweet about baseball very often. He likes to, uh, he was very anti-Trump and he had a very unique position on a lot of things. Uh, he was doing something in, in defense of his, uh, his, land, his, his son apparently is a landlord and owns some apartment complex somewhere. And he was defending his son being a landlord and how he has to pay the bills too during the pandemic. And then it flamed into some, some big ordeal and he had to either get his account removed or deleted or whatever. Wow. And I'd, like, speak. I'd like to go through the 20 some Twitter accounts that smart baseball is following. Can I? Yeah. Please. TB, TBS strike zone. Preston Wilson. MLB roster moves. Pat Sajak. <laughs> John Boy, that's a good follow. MLB. Just who follows just like the actual league? Um, Ken, Rose, Ken Rosenthal, Milwaukee Brewers, Chris Singleton, Dan Schulman. I don't know who some of these people are. Ken Davidoff from the New York Post. Tim Kirkjian, great follow. Oral Hershiser. I didn't know he had Oral Hershiser is a great follow. You should check him out. Tony LaRussa, Richard, Rich Sandemir. MLB Communications, it's the PR account for the MLB. Aaron Boone, Buster Olney, Dan Plezak. Oh, yeah, Dan Plezak, great uh, former brewer. Um, Close for the Brewers in the 80s. MLB Network, Baseball HQ, Bobby Valentine, and at Smart Basketball. That's a, I don't know <laughs> which, one I like the, which one I like the most. I think Pat Sajak. <laughs> <laughs> I'd agree. It's hard to be Pat. You've heard you've heard Pat Sajak on the Levertard show, right? Uh, yeah, yeah. It's been a little while, but yeah. I don't I know. know if I if I followed Sajak before or after hearing him on on Levitard, but he's pretty good. Um, well, the tag for TBS Strike Zone is "Ball Strike." Who gives a shit? <laughs> so that's not the actual TBS. <laughs> that sounds very familiar. I remember that one now. That's a good one. <laughs> just a little just a little ai strike zone that became self-aware <laughs> not affiliated with warner media in parentheses oh, that's thank right. god that's because it's like it's, it makes fun of the little on-screen graphic that's on uh, the, the tv or all broadcast at this point right <laughs> <laughs> a pinned tweet from 2016 is my t and tbs is like a broken tetris piece 